Hello and welcome to a Prem Lap. I'm Jason Hammond. I'm here with Todd Norwood. Hey, welcome back. So this time we're going to discuss a few more acronyms that go along with training. So NP and IF, which are short for normalized power and intensity factor, respectively. I think people talk about normalized power more than intensity factor on your on your local club ride. Sure, I think that's fair. And really, intensity factor just is derived from your normalized power. And so we'll we'll get to that at the end uh, once we explain sort of what normalized power is and what it's trying to quantify for us and maybe how we can think about it a little bit with our training. So I think the, the easiest way to think about this is um, if you think about doing an effort, uh, you, you'll recognize that if you make an acceleration, your heart rate doesn't respond right away. Right? If your heart rate's say 140 and at a given pace, and then you pick up the pace to make an attack, your heart rate doesn't respond to match the speed right away. Your heart rate has a little bit of delay, and then it creeps up to whatever the appropriate level is for the effort that you're sustaining. And then actually, if you slow down, take off the gas, your heart rate doesn't drop immediately. It takes a while to taper back down. And so in essence, what we're saying is that the physiologic response to the effort isn't immediate. There's actually some delay that happens there. And normalized power is trying to quantify this phenomenon a little bit. So in the raw, we're just producing power. Like every second we produce some amount of watts. But if we produce that amount of watts after resting for a minute, it's a very different physiological response to if we produce that watts after doing a five-minute full gas effort. And so normalized power tries to do a better job than just taking the raw power numbers at describing what's how our body is responding to that effort. And what the, what the physiologic load is associated with that effort. I think that's, I think that's a perfect example. Uh, if you think about maybe doing uh, sprint intervals, right? If you start from zero, you start from uh, having rested an appropriate long time in between your sprint intervals, you, you can do pretty well. You can put out pretty high peak power. But if I ask you to put out the same peak power after you've been riding at threshold for five minutes, that's a different discussion. And that's different physiology. So this is where normalized power kind of comes in and tries to help us you know, understand what's going on more so than just the, the raw average power there. So if we are doing a threshold effort, you know, one by 20 minutes up a climb, we're not going to see any difference between normalized power and average power. Is that correct? That's, or, you that, know, that's, uh, the, the, the difference is going to be trivial. Really, if you're doing a steady state effort, those two numbers should be more or less the same. Which makes sense based on our understanding of normalized power, which is just that it's the physiological response. So in, in some steady state situation, the physiological it response, should steady. It, it should be described by the power. But we can use normalized power when we have some crazy power chart that's up and down and all around. And I, I see mountain biking as a, has great uses for normalized power yep. because it is hard to get some standard output or some uh, some flat output and even uh, if you're doing a group ride where you have a bunch of snappy efforts trying to understand say you did an hour group ride and there were 10 climbs in it in each climb the goal of the group ride was to go as hard as you could as you can up the climb um, you want to know what your power was at the end but your average power is not going to look good because you coasted down every hill so your normalized power could do a better job of describing what the equivalent effort would be if you had just ridden steady state. Right. I think that's a perfect example, right? So you could have, you know, this theoretical 20 minute hill climb effort. It's at threshold. You're 
average power and your normalized power, say spot on or you know one or two watts off, what what have you. But then you have this hilly effort where you're going hard and then you're recovering and you know like hey your watts up each hill or maybe 1.25 or you know 1.5 times your threshold and going down it's like zero. So now if you had a ridden steady state for an hour, what what effect would that have been physically? Well, maybe it's you know. 80% or 90% of your threshold. Uh, we just had a, uh, <laughs> an, earthquake? an attack in our, uh, <laughs> our recording studio. Um, so I guess if to help you on your club rides to, uh, to deal with your, your co-riders who are um, trying to one-up you by saying their normalized power, the way to understand it is if their normalized power is high, it probably means they did a variable effort that ended up being the equivalent of a pretty hard steady state effort. So you don't actually know how hard they went. You don't know the intervals or anything. You just know it's the equivalent of them doing threshold for an hour, them doing threshold for right. 40 minutes or right. something. So it, it's just a way to quantify a variable effort in a way that we all can understand as a steady state effort. Yep. I think that's, I think that's perfectly fair. And then, so I guess we get to intensity factor, which is derived off of our normalized power. And so this is actually a fairly simple ratio. You're just looking at your normalized power compared to your FTP, right? And so if you, you know, in our first scenario where you're riding a 20 minute effort at threshold up a hill, your normalized power is equal to your FTP. It's a fraction. It's equal to one. Right, it's spot on, and then maybe where you're doing this this hilly group ride, it's it's up and down. Uh, you have you know coasting down the hills, but you're going pretty hard up the hills. Let's say that your let's say your threshold is 300, and let's say that your normalized power in that situation is 270. 270 over 300, it's 0.9. Um, so that'll give you your intensity factor for that ride. And I would say this is mostly useful in reference to other rides that you've done. So this is a intensity factor is a good way to say this crit was hard, this crit was easy, or this group ride was hard, this group ride was easy compared to each right, other. Or this training ride was hard, or this wow, I trained really hard and then compare it relatively that race was actually quite easy compared to the train rides I'd done to prepare for it. Yeah. So it's more of a comparison tool and, and that's why it's a ratio. The, the ratio gets rid of the units as, as just giving you some raw number that can be used as a comparison to other numbers. And it also gives you a little bit of a relative perspective over time as your fitness changes, right? Because if you change the denominator, if your FTP changes over time, then you can also appreciate like, whoa, when I did that race in, you know, in the spring, that was actually really hard for me. But not only am I fitter, I worked way harder now that, that this other race was like actually relatively easier um, because one, because I was fitter, but my total power is maybe higher in that situation. All right. So that's normalized power and IF. Uh, go ride your bike.